alluded to alluded to it in your intro here, but we're going to talk something we haven't talked a whole lot recently: baseball. Specifically, the All-Star Game ballots have finally started pouring in. It's getting to the shape up to where we're getting a pretty good idea of who's going to be into the in the All-Star Game. Uh, obviously, the rotation hasn't been set yet, but we've been filling out our ballots. And I thought this was an excellent time to kind of do a mid-season check-in, see who's on our All-Star ballot, and talk a little baseball. With that, folks, I mean, I would, let's go over the all-star ballot really quick here. Cause I want to take a look at who's in it here. And we're going to go, and I guys, I'm just going to kind of go jump straight into it here. We're going to start maybe with the obvious one. I feel like in the American league, we're going to talk first base. All right. First base of the American league. It's been Jose Abreu, Vladimir Guerrero, Jr. And uh, Yuli Guerrero, right. Um, Vladimir Guerrero is batting 343. 26 home runs, 66 RBIs, and a 1.127 OPS. I, I don't know how you go anybody else but Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Now, with that, gentlemen, uh, you may not know this about me, but I am a huge Vladimir Guerrero Sr. fan. And when I say huge fan, I, I got a uh, the ticket stub for one, one of the two times I saw him hit for the cycle. I have numerous autographed rookie cards. Uh, you put Vladimir Guerrero's name on something, and I am likely to buy. <laughs> Vlad was the man. Yeah, man. And his yeah. son seems to be picking up right where he left off, man. Exactly. Facts. 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 Richie, you got anybody else in this one? Yeah, well, yeah, no. No. I mean, right now, he's the front runner for the MVP. Um, and, you know, it's crazy because everybody thought what Tatis did last year was what Vlad was going to do. And, Pete, you know, Vlad had a good year still for, for a rookie, for the first guy getting at 20 mm -hmm. years old, getting his first cup of coffee in the majors. Everybody, but everybody's going, well, he didn't hit 300. Well, he didn't hit 50 bombs. And, and it's crazy to think those are the expectations for a 20 year old kid. Uh, but this year uh, it's, it's a no-brainer, and, and there's no, you know, uh, Yuli Uriel is having a great year. He's always been a really good hitter, but Vlad yeah. is the ultimate hitter right now. Yeah. yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong, right? Yuli, as much as, you know, as much as my disdain for the Astros goes, right. you know, batting 330, 10 home runs, 52 right. RBIs. He'll, he'll, make so. it as a, he'll make it as a reserve. He'll be on the team. He just won't be a starter, I, I think. Yeah, you and know. And again, Jose Abreu, well worthy of the conversation <laughs> right. as he well. He was MVP last like, year. Right. I mean, right. Exactly. I mean, these are three guys who all of them, they'd be, be lucky to have them. Gentlemen, it, that is clear a picture, I think, in the National League. All right. Yeah. Where for first base, it's Freddie Freeman, Max Muncy, and Anthony, and Anthony Rizzo. I'm a Muncy fan. Richie? I, well, I, uh, I I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with L because because ironically I I have a weird twist on it. He sent us his ballot, um, and and I want to hear his take first. Well, I okay. mean, I, I'm I'm a little biased, of course. You know, I got I got Monty on, on my fantasy team, so I've had an opportunity to really benefit uh, from 
you know, Monsi and just kind of seeing what he's been doing this year. Um, and I think, you know, when it, when it comes down to it, you know, Freeman is the man. He's he's a man on, well, I can't say he's the man on Atlanta anymore with Acuna, with Acuna, but I mean, he's still the man, but at the end of the day, man, Monsi, Monsi is doing this thing this year. I gotta, I gotta go with the Dodger. So, yeah, you are, you are, I've seen your fantasy baseball team. You are leading heavy on that Dodgers, on that I Dodgers am. team. <laughs> Yeah, they, true. I, I mean, it's not a bad thing to have good players that play for a good team because somebody's got to be helping them win. Um, but, <laughs> you know, but before I don't know how we, to take that, Richie. <laughs> you know. Before we before we started, Marquilla, you had brought up my dislike of how the the starters are voted for Major League Baseball, and this is one of them because it's tough because Muncie traditionally plays all over and you're going to see it in the AL too with, with, with Marcus Simeon who also plays all over. And so, um, and and that's no discredit to Muncie. That's obviously a good thing for baseball uh, and for the Dodgers that he can do that. But um, for me, uh, I went with Freddie Freeman for one reason. And it was because uh, Agliar is not a finalist. If Agliar was a finalist, that's who I would have voted because he leads in batting average, home runs, or batting average and RBIs, uh, but he's not a vote. And so I, I went with last year's MVP, Freeman, who leads in home runs um, and RBIs. Or second I am also a huge Freddie Freeman fan, and that is who I ended up selecting as well. Uh, right. I mean, you know, you guys, you, you heard it from me last year. Uh, the Braves are a team on the rise. There's a lot of talent there. I know they're having some issues internally with some of their stars. Uh, but Freddie Freeman is not one of their issues and just a great all around ball player. And got my maybe one of my all time favorite first basemen, other than the up and coming Vladimir Guerrero Jr. All right, guys, second base. Uh, American League, right? It's Jose Atuve, it's LeMahieu, and Simeon. Yeah, so I you can, know, I, as I said, do you want to go, Chris? Otherwise, I can take this one. I, you know, I got to tell you, um, I ended up going Simeon. And that was hard for me because I wanted to pick LeMahieu, but you know how I feel about the Yankees. You know how I feel about the Astros. It's almost <laughs> sad that I had to start off every one of these with, you know how I feel about this team I openly have a grudge against, you know? <laughs> but my, my son's a Yankees fan. I have LeMahieu for a good part of the season. I actually packaged him and a number of other superstars of what's turned out to be a very good trade for this other gentleman so far. Only time will tell. But Toronto, again, one of those teams I think you're going to see up and coming. I put them kind of in that one with the Braves is, Everybody wants to go New York or Houston Astros. Like people want to go the Dodgers or the Padres. But the reality of it is, is you cannot count um, Toronto out. And he's having, and Marcus Simeon is having a great year. He's batting 285. He's got 19 home runs, 50 RBIs, and an 882 uh, OPS, man. Uh, you just, I just don't think you could go wrong. Yeah, I, this is another part where we talk about the the voting it's hard because you have these big markets chris you brought up the yankees 
and the two LA teams. And so you get a lot of people, especially like we'll use the, the, the Yankees. Uh, you'll get a lot of players who get votes who probably don't deserve them because the Yankees have such a big fan base. And when people vote, they just vote for their favorite team. Um, and it, what's nice. And, and so that's why, as you mentioned, all the Astro players, that's another part of that. Um, but to your disdain, Chris, I went with Jose Altuve uh, because he leads second baseman in batting average. He's second in home runs, second in RBIs, only behind Simeon in those two. Um, but Altuve nudges him in, in batting average, and it just came down to longevity for me. I think Marcus Simeon's a great player, but Altuve's kind of got that, well, you know, Altuve's been there six, seven times. He's consistently been great. He's great again. I got no reason to change up. The Oompa Loompa can play. But I yes. think that's that's kind of the reason why, for my pick, it was Simeon, because I feel like, I feel like Toronto get, gave me this feeling this year, the same reason that the, the same type of feeling that the Padres gave me last year. I was excited about all this young talent and to, to see them and to see, to, to, to see, you know, uh, to see Vlad, then to see you know, Simeon have such a great season. You got to reward that. And right now, man, Toronto, Toronto's an, another one of those hot teams you know, that you want to watch. So, you know, Simeon's been good all year thus far. Yeah, I mean, it, again, it's easy for me to go with the big names on either one of these. Uh, you're right, Richie. I wouldn't say that he's as consistent or as reliable or as the big name, um, which is in part why I picked him, you know, straight up. Not even going to bullshit on him. And what's um, crazy too is this would be his first All Star appearance, and I believe yeah. it was the year before uh, the year before the COVID year. He was a, a a a top three finalist for the AL MVP when he was in in Oakland. I mean, so the, so the, he's he's been around and the dude can play. Uh, but like you guys said, he's now finally starting to get a little national love. Or, or league-wide love because of what the Blue Jays are doing. Yeah. All right, who we got on, what, second base for the national team? Richie, you got that up? Yeah, so for the national team, uh, I went with Ozzy Albies. Um, just, it, it's an awful year for second baseman. Uh, the only other option you have is Adam Frazier. And I went Frazier. Well, right. And, and with Frazier, he's so far ahead with batting average, um, which is what he was what, playing for anybody else with the fucking pirates. He'd have be having a great year. Right. And, and, and which is unfortunately, which is why I went with all because all is uh, when you look at it positionally, uh, he's first in home runs for second baseman first in RBIs. He 13, doubles. 15. He doubles the next closest. He's got 49 and the next closest has 28. And he leads all of Major League Baseball in doubles. He's got um, 50 hit one day. Oh, he, so then he's got 50, right. So he still is, is almost doubling up the next guy. Um, and, uh, again, with the uniqueness of baseball, Frazier will make the all-star team regardless because he doubles down as an outfielder uh, as well. Well, What about me, you, Al? Who did you pick? Oh, man, I have Frazier, man. For me, I'm, I'm a Tony Gwynn type of guy, man. I'm, I'm looking at that batting average. And, you know, I, hey, 
when the when the next closest on the ballot is is batting, you know, two what fifty. Right, two fifty six. <laughs> Come on, it's those now. fifty yard. You know, with all this, it's just it's right. It's 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 hard not to look. It's it's for me. It was also hard to look past that first number, and I didn't feel like giving him the fuzzy end of the lollipop just because the Pirates can't manage to put anybody on base ahead of him. Yeah, I think he's their leadoff hitter, and it, it's what sucks is nobody's ever going to go to Pittsburgh. But you think about some of the names historically that that Pittsburgh has. Yeah, I mean, Bobby you, you had, you had uh, well, which oh, I think Bobby today, if, hey, you bullshit, and I think today's Bobby Bonilla day. Um, oh, I'm about to say that's why I had to go there. But yeah. uh, but um, <laughs> it's but think about. I mean, Bonds started there. That's that's yeah. pre steroid. Uh, you know, Barry Bonds. That, that's had, Little Barry. That's little Barry, right? Little they had at, at one point. I mean, you talk about Andrew McCutcheon, Garrett Cole's yeah. been through there, uh, Roberto Clemente. I mean, they've had Pittsburgh's had some dudes. It just unfortunately, it's fucking Pittsburgh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and that's that's what comes down to it here. I'm a little surprised that uh, you know, with a well, you know what? I take that back because I know where we're going. The conversation we're going to have here at third base. All right, so let's jump back over to the American League. We got Alex Bregman, uh, Raphael Devers, and Yoan. Um, I went with Devers as as hard, you know. I mean, sixty four RBIs and a nine twenty six OPS was just too much for me to look past. You know, you're just he's bringing guys in. Yeah, man. Um... I guess I, it's a little different for this one for me because I really had to reward Boston, man, um, just because no one really expected Boston to be where they are right now. So for Devers to be having the type of season that he's having, um, you know, it's scary. Yeah, and the crazy part, too, is you talk about that. He's, he leads uh, third baseman in batting average. And this might be one of the worst hitting years that I remember out of him. Like he just started so slow uh, to really get things going, even though he was driving in runs, his batting average wasn't showing for it. And so that's been uh, on the uptick a lot of late, uh, but he also leads, also leads the American league in, in home runs for third baseman and RBIs and tied for the major league lead with 23 doubles. Uh, this kid is a young, young stud. Oh, that moves us back over to the National League. Who did you pick at third base for the <laughs> I think you caught on me because you know I'm a dodger. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I had to go with Mr. Turner, man. And push Mr. Him. COVID, hey, I don't give a fuck at the World hey, Series man. himself. Huh? Mr. A49 OPS, man. He out here doing it. But, you know, I can, I can see, of course, you know, that's a bias pick. I can see the Arenado, of course. But, hey, man, I'm a Dodger. I'm not mad at you, man. It was hard for me to go Arenado here. You know, I mean, anytime there is a day Brewer in play and I, you know, it's like, okay, probably not the Cardinal, probably not the Cub. And, oh, man, if it was any other Dodger, I could probably get behind it. Uh, but, no, I, I went uh, I went Nolan. Uh, 52 RBIs, 16 home runs. Uh, he's certainly raking in St. Louis, you know, I, and I, it hurt, pains me to say it. 
Uh, I'm almost surprised. I won't say I'm surprised to see Chris Bryant on this list, uh, but he's having a bit of a down year. Uh, with that being said, you know what? He's got 41 RBIs and 15 home runs, so he's carrying his own. Uh, Richie, what did you what did you do on third base here? Yeah, at one point, Chris Bryant was probably the hottest hitter in the National League, but he has since cooled off. Um, and Chris, very much like you, in my head, I went, do I vote for the fucking Cub? Do I vote for the fucking <laughs> Cardinal? Or do I vote for the fucking Dodger? Fuck, I got to pick somebody. And so I took the Cardinal out of it, and I went Arenado, Colorado was a monster. He's still doing some really good things here uh, with. I can't believe uh, St. Louis gave up next to nothing. Yeah. With St. Louis. So yeah, I went with Arenado um, who is probably, I I don't know if I've ever seen a better defending third baseman in my lifetime. He might be the best defensive third baseman of of my lifetime. You know, uh, there's a lot of great brewers to lock down a corner like that. You you ain't lying, dude. You ain't lying. Uh, I would just say it. All right, fellas. That moves us over to shortstop. Uh, Richie, who you got at shortstop on the American League? Uh, from the American League, I went with Xander Bogares from Boston. Um, this kid's always been really, really good. Always been an MVP-type candidate and just always seems to fall a little short of that. Uh, but right now, he's killing it. And I will say, uh, Chris, you're welcome as – I did a little insider trading in our baseball league and helped Chris pull off a big trade where Bo Garrett's ended up coming to him and hey, he's been nothing but fantastic. So I know Chris's team is losing, but it's not because it's under Bo Garrett's. No, no, it's not. And I got to say, it's probably a lot. I, I went with Bo Garrett's too. Uh, not only because he's on my fantasy baseball team, uh, but I think that he's really, you know, once the, uh, the Mookie Betts shadow moved on uh i think he's really kind of risen to it i think he's batting i know he's batting over 300 on the year 326 you know 45 plus home runs uh i'm sorry 45 plus rbis uh you know just couldn't look past it i i know that um you know carlos Correa is having an, uh, another good year but uh yeah i i you know i went with the red Sox here well I'll what about you, you uh I make it unanimous, man. Uh, Xander, Xander's been, you know, he's been fantastic this year, man. Um, just like you said, three twenty-seven, nine forty-one OPS. Um, one of those teams, I said, is exciting to watch. Him endeavors, and you know, just to see what Boston is doing right now. I'm about to say, I think that makes it almost three players in this whole thing that we've agreed upon. As, well, you might as uh, well make it four because pick. when you go over to the National League, if anybody, if any two of you did not vote for Fernando Tatis, then you might want to get a a, a breathalyzer. I, I, right, I was because you right, have to be drunk to not what's pick that Fernando. Shit you think you're smoking? It's, right. <laughs> it's something about them juniors, man. Dude, something I'm about, about them to, juniors. I'm about to say, man, Tatis, 293, 25 home runs, 55 RBIs. Uh, 1.071 OPS. Um, yeah, man, you know, the Padres, the fucking force is strong with that one. Yeah. So, yes, that, that does make it four unanimous ones. This yeah. one here was a struggle for me. Um, 
I've in one, not in the other. I felt it was real, but I'm going to start there. Uh, National League, I felt it was very easy. It was a closed case. I think if any of uh, anybody has anybody other than Buster Posey, oh, who's yeah. batting yeah. 330, 12 home runs, 27 RBIs, uh, you know, have another drink, man, because I, I don't know. I, I get that there's, you know, on some of those back end numbers. Uh, you know, the Cubs have got a, you know, and, and Molina's having a very serviceable, service, serviceable year for it. So I would say, you know, but Buster Posey all day, all the way for the National League. What about you guys? Yeah, man, pretty, pretty much everything you said <laughs> as far as Posey. I mean, been, been amazing the whole year. And when you just compare that, that average with, even with which Contreras is doing this, you can't really compare it. Yeah. I mean, you're going to have guys, you know, that these, these catchers that hit for power like Wilson Contreras is, uh, and then you have the steady hands who kind of hit for average, hit for a little powder of power in, in Yachty. Uh, but yeah, po- I mean, Posey's not going to hit for much power, but if you have a catcher that can hit th- north of three thirty, I mean, that's, I don't know if there's a catcher that has a career 300 batting average. I'd be interested to see the not list. In, not in our generation. I'm about to say, I mean, maybe. You know, I mean, I that's, got, I'm, you know, I'm going to look it up. The only person I can think of off the top of my head uh, who also did not hit for power uh, but might have a 300 career average is Joe Maurer. Um, and Joe Maurer will probably get into the Hall of Fame. And, and Buster Posey should too. But, yeah, Chris, I'm with you guys on this one. I don't see how you vote anybody but Buster, especially with no with everybody thinking, you know, Markilla, you keep bringing up the Red Sox. I'm going to bring it up with the Giants. Who would have thought the Giants were would have had the best record in the National League going into last week? You no, know, I mean, you know, in a in a division where you're playing the Dodgers and the Padres. Hey man, who would have thought the Brewers would have been that too? I mean, there's baseball is exciting right now. There's a lot of shocking things going on, and it's awesome. It's awesome for the game. Yes, sir. I couldn't agree more, man. So, uh, all right. So, I've pulled up a list, and really, it's Mike Piazza and really no one else that you've heard of in the last, you know. Joe Maurer doesn't have a career batting average of 300. Yeah, three oh six. To be fair, I'm I'm you know I I question I'm looking at the Encyclopedia of Baseball okay. for catchers' career batting leaders, and I don't know if it's you know let me let me go to the either the Baseball Almanac or my okay. Bible. Yes, because yeah, as I said, Joe, Joe Mauer Joe Mauer's got a three oh six, according to Baseball Reference career batting average. He's the only one that I was aware of, um, off the top of my head. That I know what. Yeah, and it's 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 such a. I mean, that's going to be such a small list. More research. It's going to be a small selection of guys. Uh, Buster Posey really have it. I mean, he had a couple of down years, so really a bounce back year for him. Yes, Uh, well earned. He's always been a great one. Uh, Who that? Who did you pick in the American League, Reggie? Yeah, so I went with um, I went with Salvador Perez. I, yeah, I, just, I felt that one was kind of obvious. It will yeah, obvious too. I agree. Uh, I, it, he's just so he's just far to me. He's far away. The former best. Brewers. <laughs> well, he never played for the Brewers. 
but no but maldonado did brandell did oh yeah well yeah but those guys are both hitting below 200 so there's no way i know right how bad does the rest of the american league catchers need to be that's what i'm saying or you know that's what i'm saying he's for two guys batting 180 he's so far above and better than everybody else in the american league that i can think of off the top of my head i mean the only other argument you might be able to make is mike zunino because he's got 17 home runs uh, which is tops among catchers in the American League. But even then, I mean, it just, yeah. This year is a down year offensively for the catcher position. Uh, and even in the National League, you know, you look at the guys who got voted and Carson Kelly, who's probably been the second best hitting catcher, has been out. So it's not like he can, you know, he's not going to get a whole lot of votes. So it's it's a down year at a couple of spots on the ballot. Yeah, I went with Perez too as well. I mean, you really you got to think like this. If he's a runaway and he plays for Kansas City, that should tell you something right now. Yeah, tells you, <laughs> yeah, tells you how good he is, right? Exactly. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. All right, guys, so that brings us to the outfield. Uh, Richie, dealer's choice, American League or National League, where do you want to start? Uh, Chris, I'll give you another uh, another cheap pop of a plug because the the my top outfielder that I voted for who I thought uh, deserved it right off bat, I went, I want to find this guy on my ballot. Uh, we just had a conversation about him a couple days ago. Uh, Adolis Garcia. Uh, was my top pick for outfielder offensively. Wow. He, he's been he's wow. been the, really right. He's my top pick because Mike Trout's hurt for for the American League because Mike Trout's hurt. If Mike Trout's I mean, hurt, I, then it's I, a no brainer. Even Mike Trout hurt, he's batting 270, you know, 275, 330, 333. Well, well, right, but my, but here here's the same thing that I told Mark Mike Trout is going to be out for at least another month. What, what do you gain by voting Mike Trout into the All-Star game? He's going to, what, go, hi, guys. Okay, and now I'm going to go back inside the clubhouse. You know what still I mean? He's still Mike Trout. I, I know, but it, that's like that's like when Kobe blew his – or Kobe tore his ACL and didn't play a single game and then got voted in as an All-Star starter. That's just not how I vote. I, I, I believe to put that's somebody in – That's just not in, what you call cricket. Right. I, 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 I believe you put somebody in there who's going to play, who deserves it. Not that Mike Trout doesn't deserve it, but Mike Trout hasn't played. And so I, I so Garcia was you, you my know what? You've, you've convinced me, Richie. You've convinced me. I, 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 I understand your stance. And you know what? I, I, you're right. You're right. Well, thank you. So who is your number two, man? Because you know what? I got no problem with you picking Adolis because, you know, I'm a fantasy baseball guy. Right. I, I managed to pick him That's up off said. the That's waiver wire. I, I give you a cheap One of there. two guys who I picked up off the waiver wire who have done incredibly well for me this year while the other half of my team lays on the injured on the IL. Who did oh, you, you have, Ned? Do you want to do all three or you want to Yeah, I can do all three. So uh, besides Garcia... Like I said, because I didn't go with Trout, um, I went with Aaron Judge as the next outfielder. And then in the opposite way, Bucks, Byron Buxton, who was hurt at the beginning of the year and all of the beginning of the year, has been hot since coming back. 
And so I voted him in uh, for the for the tear he's been on uh, in the opposite of, of Mike Trout, where Trout ripped it up early, isn't playing now. Buxton was hurt early, ripping it up. Yeah, man. Um, so you have Garcia, Buxton, Judge. Correct. Or Garcia, Judge, Buxton, and that are yeah. L, hit me with it. What were your three, yo? My three, I had, man, it's Mike Trout. <laughs> so I had, to, I had to go with Trout, man. Um, I went with Judge because he's the cyborg, um, having a great year, representation from the Yankees. And I also went with Byron Buxton. Byron Buxton has been an exciting player to watch when he's not injured, could be – the best one of the best players in the MLB if you just sit there and just see some of the highlights and see offensively and defensively what he can do um but yeah he 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 deserves it man yeah no doubt and I I think we're seeing a lot of the same I I picked Trout Richie if I were to (laughs) recast uh in that I Trout wouldn't be my number one I would go uh, well, based on the conversation you and I just had, I'd go with Garcia, not as my number one, but to take place of Mike Trout. I also went Aaron Judge. Uh, that was hard for me to do, but he's having an excellent year. You know, I again, I, I hate to go Yankees. Uh, for those of you who may not know the story, uh, my son, of course, is a Yankees fan. Uh, I know. I know. I tried. It wasn't for lack of trying. He had a couple of friends from Brooklyn. This is just the way, or I'm sorry, the Bronx. And that is just the way that shit fell. You know, as soon as he started putting up Derek Jeter posters and Yankee banners, I screwed a Green Bay Packers sign so big above his bed with a screw that he would never find a head to uh, so quick. And he went, came home and went, what's this? And I went, they're the Yankees of football. He'll thank me later. Um, and I didn't feel bad about it, but I went judge. All right. I went Aaron judge. Uh, and then of course I went Byron Buxton too, man. Uh, had 369 at OPS of 1.176. Uh, you can't, you can't beat that. Uh, I mean, guys, we're really seems to be in pace at some point here, folks, I will go ahead and put what our agreed upon unanimous picks were up on one of our social medias and see, how the rest thins out there. I'm going to guess that the three, I'm going to say that the three national league outfielders were also unanimous. I'm going to, I'm going to be willing to say, and I mean, we're you know what? There's only one way to find out here, Rishi, who are your three national league picks? Yeah. uh, The young, exciting Ronald Acuna, who is down a little bit from a hitting standpoint, but the power numbers are there. Uh, she and had right, to go you know, down. I love, I love how sometimes you got to go down, man. Like he was, he came out on fire, but right, sorry, right, right. No, you're, yeah. And so, but I mean, 284 for Ronald Acuna or 281, 284, whatever it is, uh, with them currently playing. Um, you know, it's, it's, that's not what we, you know, you, you come accustomed to certain aspects of their game. Um, but then again, you know, 16 stolen bases and then. I went with the dynamic duo. The only thing that Cincinnati, that the only thing that people go to Cincinnati for, and that's Jesse Winker and Nick Castellanos. Uh, Nick Castellanos, former Detroit Tiger. Much love, brother. Uh, 
as a as a pseudo ladies love the d so i went with the two cincinnati guys um just they're what they've done offensively gives them the the, the nod l those are you heard richie's pick did you are you picking outside of those three <laughs> nah i didn't deviate <laughs> from that at all man <laughs> I mean, I, it's really hard too. Like, I mean, I almost want to hear someone give a reason not to pick these three players. To be totally honest, you know. Um, I, listen, if you would have told me that I'd be picking two Reds uh, at the All Star Game, and the crazy thing is, guys, I mean, I Richie, literally in the order that you call it. Uh, well, one, and here, two, three, here, right? so here's the thing. So, Mark, so to play devil's advocate to what Marquilio just said. So one of the things we were talking about before we came on the air was that Major League Baseball puts their ballot out so early that you then have to do write-ins. Whereas with the Pro Bowl, you know, all the voting's done after the regular season, you know, can be after the regular season's over. So they'll add names. Um, And then basketball is the same way. You can basically vote for any player that you want. So there's no need for a write-in. Baseball does not do that. And so... I would be curious to see if they didn't do it the way they do it now, where they now narrow it down to a finalist, uh, what type of love Kyle Schwarber would be getting right now, because he's got 12 home runs in his last 10 games and he has been at, and he's got 25 on the year. Uh, And so I'd be curious to see where he would end up compared to these three guys, if given the chance. Yeah. Fuck Kyle Schwarber. Like, come on. It's kind of fucking horrible. What's next? Or, he's yeah, killing. Yeah. He's killing it. No, you know who's killing as we did the only thing. The American League is the only one with designated hitter rule, and I think we could all agree. I certainly hope it's unanimous. Uh, did anybody have anybody other than Hatani? Otani. Oh, you you wait. So both of you voted for Otani. I did. We didn't send that out in a group chat. God damn. No, I'm just kidding. That's who I voted for. I'm about to say, come on, really? I, <laughs> Is there anybody else to vote for? If there's anybody who's going to challenge Guerrero for an MVP, yeah, it may be right, 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 right. He's the only he's the only person who's got a chance. He's going when, to be when, one of those two guys in the American League. When every time t- it right now at the halfway point. When every time he hits a home run or gets a base hit or drives a run in, and they go. As the first person since Babe Ruth, as a pitcher yeah. outfielder, you, you're, you're in it. good. You're right. You're in good company. Yeah. Only other pitcher you can really think of in that sense, in that name right now, is Mister Degrom. Well, gentlemen, before we wrap it up here, I I want to hold a brief conversation. So I did a quick vote here because it seems that they're in phase two of the voting now. And I thought you'd be curious to see how the voting is actually stacking up compared to our picks. Right now, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. leading first base with 71% of the vote. As he should. Simeon at second base for the Blue Jays, leading with 42% of the vote. Jose Atuve with 41 and Mahay and Lemayhew with 17. Uh, third base, this All American League, 
Devers of the Red Sox at 59%. Bregman uh, coming in second at 24. Shortstop, Bogarts uh, at 46%. Second base, uh, Bo out of the Blue Jays at 28 and yeah. Korea at 26. Uh, catcher. Really good, too. He has. And I, I mean, I'm not some, I, he was, you know, I teetered between him and them, uh, but really I'm a bigger Red, well, I'm not a bigger Red Sox fan, but I'm a bigger fantasy. <laughs> I, I have more in the game with Bogarts. <laughs> uh, Perez is of the Royals for a catcher at 60%. That's Outfield. it. Field. Yeah, 60%. Uh, Maldonado's got 21%. That's just got to be the Houston faithful. Right, I was going to say. <laughs> and Grandel with 18%. And the White Sox must be giving shit away to vote for it. 18% is everybody that lives on the south side of Chicago and nobody else. <laughs> that's that's all that we're is. Talking, so there you go. I guarantee you they're doing it just like the Brewers used to, which is fill out 20 ballots and get, you know, a ticket for right. a lottery drawing on it's, something. It's hard to get you a know, good I'd catcher, like to man. point out, gentlemen, number of catcher. brewers held in the conversation for all-stars. Zero. But to, to that, and, and this is a conversation, if you want to keep going, we can have no, no, this conversation. We'll, we'll, we'll get back to that. Yeah. Let me okay. finish up this, all right? So outfield, because I think you guys will enjoy this because it's our one, two, three, one, Mike Trout. With 20%, Aaron Judge with 14, Buxted with 12, and then Brantley with 11, Mullins with 10, Garcia with 10. Uh, and really, it muddles the field between six and nine with the rest. So, really, I feel like other than Mike Trout, everybody else still has a chance here. But I think we're going to see it stick kind of around where it is. I don't see Judge dropping, I don't see Buxton dropping. Uh, Ohanty 63%. He's dominating that. Brings us over to the National League first base. Freddie Freeman's leading it with 45%. Muncie with 32. Uh, Rizzo with 23. There's the north side of Chicago voting. Um, <laughs> second race, Frazier by 46%. Um, Albies at 36. So he's within what I would consider a reasonable margin of error, but I don't see him overcoming it. Um, Arnado, 36, Turner, 33, Bryant, 30%. That oh, one, I really close. still feel could be anybody, right? That could be anybody at this point. We'll see how that shakes out. Shortstop, Tatis, 61%. There aren't anybody within 40% of them after that conversation. Uh, same thing with catcher, Buster Posey, 55%. Nobody within 30% of him. Outfield. Acuna, Costellos, Winkler in order, and then everybody else. But again, um, Acuna, 21%, Costellos, uh, 18, Winkler, 15, Betts, 12, and then everybody else, it's like 7, 7, 7, 6%. Wow. We might see some movement there with Betts, but I mean, if Betts, if Betts drops either of the guys from the Reds out of this thing, you, they, they, they'll they get And Los made. Angeles did their job. Right, I ought to say then L then LA's population fucked them is outright what that was. Right. But Richie, I want to go back to what you were saying here because I know we, we had a brief discussion about this before we came on and record because I went, you know, the number of brewers absent from that ballot, yeah. even though we are first in that division. Christian right. Yelich is doing very well. We've seen Hero come back. Um Ureas, I expect to see 
at least a couple of pitchers make the all-star game when it gets to that point. Um, but I'm more than a little surprised that at least normally every year we manage to get one in the top three in at least one position to have a vote for. Yeah. Not even, not even seeing it. Right. Well, right. And that, and that's uh, twofold. First, I want to say that um, I did go ahead and I made both complete rosters, pitchers included. It's just something I do every year uh, just for fun, just to see how close I get to, to the actual, you know, if, if I was the manager, who would I pick type of deal? Um, and I have four Brewers pitchers making the team. Um, where I think the Brewers kind of get screwed from the voting aspect is, Chris, you keep you kept alluding to it how, you know, Grandal's got 18%. Well, that's just the south side of Chicago. You know, Mookie Betts, if he beats out one of these outfielders, right? So Milwaukee is such a small community well community compared to some of these market, other guys yeah. right the market isn't there and so guys are getting voted in who just don't deserve it right we talked about it with the catcher position in the american league two guys hitting under 200 it's bullshit and at the end of the day what killed the brewers has been their injuries because when i when i look it up um omar navares who's the, who's been the everyday catcher for the brewers is hitting 295 uh, with seven home runs and 23 RBIs. That does not include today's game. Uh, so if I include today's game, that puts him at uh, 294 with uh, power numbers would stay the same. He didn't hit any RBIs today, but he went one for three. Um, and then on the other side of it is, Mark, I had told you about how you know, guys end up on ballots, but, you know, it, it, they don't adjust the ballots. And that's the same thing with Willie Adamas. And Willie Adamas is the new everyday shortstop for the Brewers. Since coming to Milwaukee, he's hitting 279 with six home runs, 24 RBIs, two stolen bases. He's got a 354 on base. And that's after hitting for an atrocious 197 with Tampa. And so on the season... He's got 11 home runs, 39 RBIs, and he's hitting 238. But he's only ballot eligible for the American League because he was with Tampa when the ballots came out. Um, and so the Brewers realistically could have those two guys make it as backups, depending upon who, you know, what other teams need to be represented yet. Um, and depending upon the other positions, I think shortstop's just too deep. I don't see Adamas making it. Catcher, it's it is another one too. Um, Will Smith's pretty good, uh, but one that realistically does have a chance to make it as a backup, and that's because of his power numbers. Is Avisel Garcia could end up making it as like a last ditch effort bench guy, playing as like a seventh outfielder, uh, just because he's his, the power numbers are there despite the average being around two fifty. I'm about to say, I'd take him anywhere I could get him in, right? Yeah, and, and I don't know if you heard, but like I said, I, I have four Brewer pitchers making the all-star roster. Yeah, well, and, and that's just it, right? And I think we could I, I think we could discuss, I think, uh, you know, it's easy to, I, I think I could probably guess at least three of those four. Burns, uh, Woodruff, um, who else? Hater and Peralta. Peralta. Yeah. Peralta, oh, right. Hater, Hater. I, I know it's really you think Peralta gets it, hey? 
Peralta's leading the league in strikeouts, or or he's second in the league in strikeouts behind DeGrom. So, I mean, and he's got like a 2-5 ERA. I mean, he has been a bad dude. Yeah, on the low, I think that might be our best pitcher. I like Peralta. Yeah, I've always liked Peralta, too. Uh, As Chris knows, I have minor league season tickets. And one of the cool things about being able to go to that stadium is you see them when they're young pups, right? Jeff's drafted or early in their career. And so it's a, it's an engaging environment versus when you go to American family field and you go down and you're trying to get autographs, you're fighting all these people. And, you know, maybe if Christian, the one day Christian Yelich decide he wants to come sign something, if you get lucky, because that that's just the reality of it. Uh, when he got, when, when the Brewers first got him from Seattle, I was lucky enough to get a couple uh, Freddie Peralta, John Hancock's on a few items. Uh, I've got, I mean, listen, I'm happy to see him. I've got quite a few rookie cards. I've got quite a few autographed rookie cards. You know, I'm finding in my old age that I was too sentimental about my home team as I go through my baseball card collections. You know, I really felt I should have leaned on the, you know, outside of a Chiro. I got a lot of Achiro. I got a lot of Ken Griffey Jr. And then I, I kind of get a mixed bag in there. But, man, I, I feel you. I, yes, Peralta, I can man. agree with at least – I do expect at least four Brewers pitchers to make it in. And maybe that's part of what's going in. It seems like bullshit to me. I agree that it seems like our catcher, if Maldonado's in there on the American League, certainly our, our catcher yeah. should be in on the, the National League. You know what's so crazy about the the game right now, and just talking about Peralta. When you when you think of pitchers, and you think that a changeup is still eighty nine miles per hour, like that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, I mean, guys are throwing. Uh, <laughs> if 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 you, I'm I'm giving away my my secrets here, um, but so one of the things that that I do is how I stay up with with the young guys is a couple of pages I follow on Facebook and Twitter. If you have an opportunity, Al, there's a young man you got to check out. He was a two-way player and the Reds didn't want to stick with him as a shortstop because he was a shortstop pitcher. And they said, that's just too much torque on the arm. So they said, you got to pick one or the other. Hunter Green. This dude is a freak. He, uh, he started his first ever start in AAA not too long ago. And I think it was like six or seven consecutive pitches that hit 101. It was, Hmm. it's, it's, I mean, the dude's just got a cannon of an arm and and his highlights are are just, he, it's stupid. 21 years old. Um, Yeah. He's just, he's, he's unreal and really friendly guy too. That's scary, man. That's like, uh, how long can you, maintain it man like well and well and and so to answer that i was uh i think i was on the (laughs) phone with with chris uh during this but so jacob jacob de grom uh had a rehab start so you said how long can you maintain that de grom easily throws into 100 and he's 33 years old just to give you an idea yeah Uh, but he also has an era of (laughs) 0.69 come on man (laughs) <laughs> it's I mean, uh, he, got, he got more rbis <laughs> he's got more rbis than runs allowed right that's yeah that's that's stupid you know and and i feel for the guy but here's what i'll say 
Good for him. Who would have ever thought they'd be saying that the New York Mets were going to be in first place after the dumpster fire that they were this offseason with GM Probably. sending out dick pics and nobody right. wants to sign there and they're firing right. their manager yeah. for his part in the Astro scandal. And here the Mets are sitting in first place. Probably Glavin, man, because he used to always say that he was Matt, I mean, Matt Excess, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, that dude, uh, man, that's just a whole nother episode within itself. Well, folks, with that, we've talked about the All-Star game. We've touched on baseball a little bit. Make sure to check out one of our more recent episodes as we start talking about baseball's crackdown on foreign substances and pitchers. There will be a whole rant on that in the future. Trust me, folks, do not let your kids listen to that one because I am going to lose my shit. All right. But from all of us here at ESPN, we want to thank you for listening. If you haven't yet, please hit that like button. Please hit that subscribe button. And we'll check you soon. Peace. Welcome to ES3N, the Essential Sports Network, hosted by three essential workers. I am one of your trio of co-hosts, Chris 414-Lepo. With me, as always, are my brothers from another mother, my partners in crime, Richie, Da Bears, Donnell. I got 99 problems, but fuck the Cubs ain't one. Oh, and Marquilio Logic Atkins. My mic sound nice. Check one. Yes, yes. Indeed, fellas. Well, Richie, you kind of alluded.